It's Caitlin and Garrett, and, and welcome, welcome back, back to Monotone, Monotone Thoughts. Thoughts. We are back. We are back for our second episode, and I feel like the first episode went very well, like a lot smoother than we imagined. A lot smoother. And we got a lot of feedback. A lot. A lot of feedback <laughs> on our first episode, but like, we just want to say like, thank you so much for all the people that actually downloaded and listened to our podcast. Especially the ones that are not in America. I mean, it's just so wild to see. I mean, I am terrible with technology, so Garrett um, set us up for all these platforms where we can see the analytics of where people are listening from and and in, honestly one i didn't think middle america was gonna be a bigger i feel like middle america is gonna be our biggest group <laughs> it really is and i'm excited so like please i want to hear from you yeah i want to hear from you guys too because what's going on in middle america i mean like where are you guys <laughs> <laughs> and what are you doing what are you doing anyways so thank you guys so much for the success of our first episode and we'd love to keep this train just moving And I'm going to talk a little bit about the feedback that I got off of the first episode because I feel like the feedback that you got was super positive. Yeah. What did you get? What do you have? A lot of negative people around you? Um, I feel like a lot of people are just like worried about what I'm saying on a podcast. They think that I'm outing myself, that the first episode, I basically just outed myself about being a stripper and they are worried that people are going to look down on me or judge me or like talk. Yeah, I could. I mean... Though I will say, see, for me, I only heard positive things and people were so like, oh, my God, like, I love you guys together. And like, it's so fun to kind of hear you guys like in your friendships and like all of that. But I don't that's crazy to me. I know. But I just like want to say that I've been in this industry, like I said, for on and off for 10 years. And at one point in my life, I was so ashamed about what I was doing for a living But, like, I never had a path that was set up for me. Like, I never had, like, you're going to, you know, graduate high school and go to college. And here's some money to go to college. And here's some money to pay your bills. And, you know, I started my adult life a lot sooner than most people. So I kind of was just, like, on my own. And I figured things out the way that I knew how to figure things out. And I never regret. I have no regrets tattooed underneath my boob, for those of you that don't know. And hold on. And I will say... You do regret that one. Let's not I forget. I do regret the tattoo. Let's not forget bre- um, when we were dress shopping, which. Oh, yeah. That is another it. story for another day of you being that manic. I'll never forget that. That was like our main concern. It's is covering up my no regrets tattoo. Huh? On my so that that one was a regret. But everything else, there are no other regrets. Yeah, so I do regret the no regrets tattoo. But I <laughs> will say that I have never regretted the path that I took and where dancing has led me. It's led me. <laughs> To be a strong, independent, bad bitch, and I would never take it back a you day in my life. Yeah, you wouldn't have the life you have now. And I think when people say things like that, it's like, okay, one, you think way too much. One, no one's checking for you like that. Nobody's no one. checking for me. No one is checking. And also, like, are you ashamed of, like, what you, like, what, live your truth, girl? Yeah, like... I mean, we it all is what it is. we all do what we have to do in order to make it. And I'm going to say that I took the path to make it yeah. a little bit a different route than everybody else. But, like, I'm not ashamed for it. And anybody that talks shit on that, I mean, let them like, <clears throat> talk shit. Let them hate. But no. anyways, we've had a lot going on this week. A whole lot going on this week. A lot. Do you, I mean, we haven't even really caught up, like, personally in the past no. couple of days because... I've had the week from hell, and I literally don't know how. I'm sitting here and surviving. So, Garrett works a full-time 9-to-5 job. Yeah. He also 
edit this podcast because again I'm terrible with technology I'm good with editing videos and here we are on video for the very first time so hello I am great on editing videos Eric Eric yes <laughs> and just so you know Kaylin will call me Eric 100% because we are the only two men that will put up with her so Garrett edits the podcast not only does he work a nine-to-five job edits the podcast he had jury duty twice this week so let me just quickly go into this I had jury duty actually a month and a half ago I was summoned for the first time 27 years late in life and I did not want to go but I also had like work travel requirements that I had to go to and I just did not want to miss them so I maybe did a little lie and said that I had COVID COVID and symptoms symptoms symptoms. yes and they were like okay not a worry and so many people told me they were like oh if you do this you're not gonna have to they'll just totally forget about you on the roster and then eventually but so many people told me that it'll be like a couple years like they're like oh it won't be for like another year or two and I was like okay great like that's fine Uh I got a literally a letter in the mail a week later saying hey uh next month and four weeks from now we'll see you I was pissed. Yeah. I was like, you have to be fucking kidding There's me. There's nothing more annoying than jury duty. I've only had it once. Well, I w- only had it this one week, but the thing is, and now I'm really kicking myself because if I would have just went last time, you I would have only gone twice. No, I would have just gone that one day. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, so I literally went on Monday morning, and the day really started off horrible. I woke up so late. I didn't know what to wear. I was texting you the night before being like, what? I was like, is this a fashion show? I don't no, know. it's not a fashion I, show. <laughs> I don't have like, you told me to wear like dress pants. I was like, I'm not wearing fucking dress pants. Like what who deserves I wore a little she by Sheree jogger. You wore joggers to the courthouse? I wore a black jogger with a black button up tee that you've seen what you like. And it's, um... Yeah, and I, that's what I did. And hold on. I will say people were wearing, like, just straight-up ripped jeans, T-shirts. I was like, oh, okay, got it. Like I, I think I went in, like, business casual. And I don't even own business casual clothes. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what upstairs has that? I think I literally had to go shopping because I was so stressed out over jury duty because I didn't know what to wear. And I don't own anything business casual. <laughs> literally, so. I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do. So... Monday morning, I'm headed there, and of course, I'm speeding. I am not a good driver, <laughs> and I got pulled, and I, it was really funny. I usually take a normal exit to get to that area, and I was like, no, I'm going to follow the directions. Well, of course, the exit that I usually take, I pass, state trooper. I get pulled over, and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be late. Like, what is going on? This woman comes up, but- Oh, nice lady cop. A nice lady cop. <laughs> and I just want to say this. It felt very like- the community isn't supporting the community. Who gives me, who gives, an, like, a gay, another gay a ticket? Why would you do that? You got a ticket? I thought she, you got a warning. No, no, no. That, hold on. So I got a ticket on Monday morning for speeding. She's like, I'm going to reduce it down to, like, nine miles over the speed limit. I was like, what was this for? What's even the point? Just what? call just it a day. Literally just say, okay, I got just it. Just get back in your car and act like this never happened. <laughs> literally. So now, now, so then I went into Jury Dude and I brought my ticket in because I was like, if I get picked, I'm going to pull this out like I'm a housewife on reunion and be like, I have a receipt. I'm going to be completely biased. I am not dealing with this. And so my plan was I was going to pull this receipt out of my chest pocket and go, ah, if you pick me, I'm going to be biased as fuck. I'm freeing all my people. And <laughs> I was going to be the savior of literally jury duty. So, but we ended up not getting picked. Thank so God. where did the warning come from? Because oh. you told me you got a warning. Okay. So now set the scene for my full week. Tuesday night, 
anyone in corporate jobs and know this, when you get an email late at night for a mandatory meeting the next morning with no information. You're shaking in your boots because you don't know what this is about. You're like, is everyone getting fired? Are we restructuring? What's happening? Um, I was get laid off. I'm right? about to get laid off. Great. Like, <laughs> episode one is out and I'm canceled and I don't have a job. Great. Like, we found Garrett's <laughs> podcast and it's time for him to go. <laughs> so I then was like, okay, I'm freaking out. So I woke up that morning extra early and I said, I'm going to put positive energy out there. I woke up an hour early. I went to Target for no reason. Early in the morning. Early in the morning with the other moms. Only psychopaths do that. I know, and it felt good. I mean, like, they get there when the doors open, mm-hmm. and, but that's when all the good shit sh- Exactly. Good shit is there. The I'm good sorry, shit. I just stuttered for no reason. <laughs> the good shit is there, and I, so then I go to Starbucks, the actual Starbucks, and I'm still, like, 40 minutes early. Like, I was like, okay, and we had that bad storm the night before, and I was like, I'm just going to go the normal way. Yeah. I drive all the way there. I Right before the highway exit, I see, like, turn around. So I'm like, oh, great. But oh, yeah, weren't like all the roads closed? All the roads were closed. So I was like, okay, great. What am I going to do? So then I was like, okay, I'm going to turn around. Well, then my dumb ass decides, oh, just take the back way. Yeah, you don't take that back way. That back you way. You know is, that back way is not okay. And that, the back way is fucking closed with the lightest drizzle of spit. Yeah, like, you can never take that back way. So I take that back way and then like halfway through I literally say out loud to myself I'm like you dumb bitch what are you thinking like, I'm never gonna make it I'm never gonna make it now I'm gonna be late this is great I literally start did all this for nothing and I so then I was like okay well I looked literally got on my phone yes we don't endorse texting and driving but I looked at like this dumb Facebook group where like old people are like it's closed like turn around so yeah. like I did that and then I saw I was like I saw it's closed well that's a windy road so I turned into someone's driveway and I then look, and I thought I had all the room in the world. And next thing I know, there's a tow truck with another truck on top of it, almost sideswipes me. But I'm like, okay, no one, no one died, no one hit me. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just late for work, and I'm frantic at this point. Now I'm frantic. Well, mind you, I was like, I'm still could be early by like two minutes. Like now I'm just by the hair. Yeah. And next thing I know, what do I see? Cop lights. I was like, how do you get pulled over? Two times in like a three day span. Yeah, it's just your luck. This like, is my luck this week. Off jury duty twice, then getting pulled over twice in the same week. <laughs> well, no, that is your. That's luck. on Wednesday. So mind you, that Wednesday morning. So I get pulled over. This guy comes out. He's screaming at me. He's like, "You could have killed yourself, him, and me." And I was like, "Okay, well, first of all, I already went to jury duty this week." <laughs> So I only care about maybe the tow truck person (laughs) out of that group. I'm good. And then, so he's like screaming at me. And then I'm like, and I literally was like, sir, it was an honest mistake. Chill out. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get to work. Like, like, relax. I can't make it I have a meeting. Relax. So he comes out and then he's like, well, he's like, I'm just going to give you a warning for um, making a legal U-turn. And then my thought was, it's a two-way street that's closed. What how you did you people to do? How did you turn around, sir? Yeah, you did the same thing. Exactly. So I was like, no one died. Whatever. So I ended up getting to work thirty minutes late, taking the call from literally right at the moment, mm-hmm. and then I it was nothing. It turned out to be just someone being like, I'm leaving, and I'm gonna miss you, and I was like. No one's met this person. So. Adios, bitches. Yeah, like, bye. <laughs> so that was fun. And then literally later that night, that's when I text you saying, you won't fucking believe jury duty round two. I mean, 
if you have bad luck, I don't know what other kind of luck that you have because <sighs> I, I only got that jury duty that one time, and I hope that I'm not on the roster for another 10 years. And I'm telling you, that, well, the second time I actually had a free day, so I was like, yeah, spring it on. Like, give me the case. Like, I was like, let me get in my Kim Kardashian lawyer gig. I was so excited and literally did not need us. Not at all. See, the only time that I got jury duty, I was, like, excited because I thought I was going to be, like, a detective for the day. And so I was, like, fully <laughs> yeah. committed to being a detective, which I'm really good at. Like, I'm a great detective. You give me a little piece of information, I'll just run with it, and I just I'll need, put together the pieces. I just need a first name and a last name initial starting, and I will let you know every single thing about I this person. So I was, like, super excited to get jury duty, and then they were like, we don't need you. And I was kind of upset. Like, I, I've never not been picked for something. Like, I always get picked. And the fact that they just turned me down like that kind of upset me after I went out and bought an outfit for the special occasion. <laughs> You're like, I don't want the $15 a day. I want the full refund to my card for this like, outfit. I was kind of upset because I just, why don't, why didn't they want me? Just, <laughs> I didn't have any closure. They just said, not You're you. Good. Thank you so much. You can go home now. And I'm like, I kind of just want closure on why you didn't pick me because I feel like I did something wrong here. <laughs> not you being a pick me bitch at jury duty. Oh, I'm always a pick me bitch. I don't. <laughs> So, yeah, that was my fun, exciting week. How was yours? Um, you know, it was different. Um, my husband... Was out. My husband was out of the country. He decided before I even got pregnant that he was going to go on this guy's trip mm-hmm. with his some of his family members and some of his friends, but it was a guy's trip. And let me just tell you... I don't endorse these guys' trips to begin with. I really don't. I mean, it's not because I'm a jealous person and I think that he's, like, out doing, you know, unfaithful things. No. It's because I want to have fun, too. Yeah. And <laughs> I always joke with him when he's like, oh, we're planning this guy's trip. And I'm like, okay, yeah, book me a ticket. And he's like, no, you're not going. It's a guy's trip. And I'm like, I don't understand. Why would they not want me there? Like, <laughs> again, being a pick-me bitch, like, I'm fun. I'm fun. Do you not have fun with me? Do your friends not have fun with me? So all your friends hate me is what you're saying. So all your friends hate me is what you're saying. So, like, not only did he go on this guy's trip, and I was already sour about it because, like, I want to go on a trip, too. I'm going to say this. Hold on. Guy trips for straight men? It's it's giving gay. It's giving gay. It's giving real gay. gay. You know what's even gayer is that him and his cousin, they apparently got two double beds, and then they said the double beds are on this floor. Like, you have to go up an elevator to get to this floor. Uh We do have a room with a king bed on the first floor, so him and his cousin slept... Together. Together in a king bed for a weekend. But, like, that's hmm. none of my business. <laughs> none of It's, it's going to be my business when I go upstairs. But, like, these guys' trips, it's like they pound alcohol all day long. It's, they're they're, they're number tw- one. They're goal. 22 again. They're 22 again. And these men are in their 30s. Yeah. You know, I don't have much to say about it because I can't say anything positive about it. And I kind of sound like a psychopath. But anyways, he booked the trip way before I was pregnant. Yes, he did. And, you know, I just decided I'm going to work and go to work and, you know, live my normal life and not think about it. But then it hit me that I'm pregnant. I'm miserable as fuck. I've been sick for three months straight. Yeah, you have been. three months straight. Every day I wake up and it's something, whether it's a headache, I'm nauseous, like, I'm so congested I can't breathe, which I can't breathe to begin with. Like, (laughs) it's always fucking something. And I'm like, you know what? He called me and said, we had so much fun. We went to this nightclub last night. We, like, lived it up. We got a a table and bottle service. And I'm like, fuck you. This is it. You know what? I'm gonna let you fucking have it now because I've had enough. (laughs) Like, I want to fucking have fun, too. You called the wrong bitch on the right day. You called the wrong bitch. And 
I just let him have it. So we got into, like, a huge fight while he was in Mexico, which he didn't even know I was fighting with him because he wasn't checking his phone. He's living his best life. And he has not a clue. Not a clue that I'm pissed. So, like... Whatever. I just basically pissed myself off for the whole weekend. <laughs> literally, I remember I got a text. I'm. It's like Saturday morning and just says, talk me out of literally screaming at him. And I was like, well, what's wrong? Hugo? And within seconds, you go, <laughs> I already did. too late. I was <laughs> like, okay, well, I hope he's having a great day in Mexico. Which he is. He was having a great time. It's not like I ruined his vacation, but like my whole weekend was ruined. But whatever. Or did you at least like enjoy being home alone? No, I never enjoy being home alone. I'm a paranoid weirdo. I, like, my head is on a swivel at all times. I think at every second I hear something coming through a door or a window, and every time the dogs bark, I'm, like, automatically alarmed. So, like, I hate being home alone, as is. Like, I'm just, I don't sleep. You're on edge. I'm on edge. And you're ready. When I don't sleep, I'm a terrible person. I'm just a nasty, shitty human being. Yeah. (laughs) I I will double confirm that. (laughs) Like, I have to get my full 12 hours of sleep in a day or I'm going to kill somebody. Well, I'm assuming probably another reason you're not sleeping is you've been working all weekend long at the club. Yeah, so I'm only scheduled to work two days a week. Like, I originally went back after COVID and I was working, like, five days a week at the club and... My old ashes cannot handle it. Like, mentally, physically, I could not handle it. And um, But now I'm only scheduled to work two days a week, but I'm a fill-in for when anybody wants to take off. I take their shifts. So I have been working a lot this week. And, like, working at the club, these long hours. It's not even long hours. It's just, like, It's long hours to me. Standing on your feet and, I don't know. Just, Hearing men's bullshit. Ugh. It's already mentally draining and being pregnant and sick and like your body having these like weird pains and like it's just it's a lot. It's a lot. And I don't know. I feel like my time is definitely dwindling down because I just can't keep up. You just like you're like, I am mentally checked out of this bitch. I'm out. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm mentally checked out. I've been mentally checked out for years, but I just make it work. And when people ask me how I do what I do and work at the club, I just say I completely mentally check out when I walk through these doors. And then it takes me, you know, to go to bed and wake up the next morning to mentally check back in with my real life. Like, yeah, it's like, to, it's like the switch. It's like I have to reset because it's like... it. It's not real life. No, I get it. I've always, I've always been like a landmark kind of part, like when driving, like I'm like, okay, it's like this tree, this sign on the road. I'm like, once I pass that, like when I was working in Baltimore, I would go through the tunnel and that was like, okay, that life's done now. When you go out the other tunnel, like, I don't know. I'm like princess diaries. I'm in the next world. I, and then I'm like, this is, I'm a different person now. <laughs> I go through this tunnel. So, I need to switch my personalities. So maybe, maybe I have a personality disorder that we haven't like diagnosed. But oh, I 100% have a personality disorder. I'll chat, okay. I'll chat with my therapist about this later. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I think we should go right into my favorite segment. Good old hot topics. Well, back to the hot topics, which Garrett loves. He lives for a hot topic. So, what do we have this I week, mean, Garrett? The biggest thing that's happened in the Bravo universe is Jen Shaw changing her plea to guilty. This was a huge week for Bravo because Bravo has captured Miss Jennifer Shaw's case from start to finish on camera. <laughs> Literally running from the FBI at Beauty Lab and Laser. I mean, this is a very big moment for Bravo, yet again. So, for those of you that don't know Jen Shaw, um, she is on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which is one of my favorite 
what do you a series, series of the franchise yeah, city my favorite city series of the franchise I absolutely love Salt Lake City because it came in chaotic like chaotic as hell very and Jen Shaw was a huge part of it being so chaotic so Jen Shaw started on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and she came in hot like she was throwing these lavish parties and she was always like dripped out in designer clothes the Shaw squad having like 18 people? Yeah, she has a whole shawl squad, which is, like, her personal assistants and her party planners, and, like... It was a team of, like, 12. It was a team of 12, and she always called her, or she still calls her husband, Coach Shaw. Coach Shaw. (laughs) So, I always thought that her husband was, like, you know, an NFL coach, and of course he's raking in millions of dollars. He's an NFL coach. So then I Googled what Coach Shaw does for a living, and he's just a college football coach. So, like, he's... Not bringing in the money. It's not him with the coins. No, he's not. She has the coins. And and even that, I was like... But she would never explain what she did for a living. No, but she did. She said that she owned three marketing companies. Yeah, but it was loose. Yeah, it was loose, but she had, like, a personal assistant Mm -hmm. um, that was, like, really close to her that was apparently, like, in on these marketing companies. Who already came in, went right to guilty. She did not. Really? Yes. Well, he was the first one to fold. Fold within seconds. Well, I mean, maybe that's a reason why she folded, too, and said that she was guilty. Season two of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Jen and her assistant were both arrested Jim was arrested on camera. Mm -hmm. Her assistant, I don't know. He just works for her. But anyways, they were both arrested for a massive money laundering scheme targeting old people. Literally people's grandparents. Yeah. Targeting old people and vulnerable people. And they got busted for it. Yeah, so pretty and a quick breakdown summary of that really is is what they were doing is they were selling a service, getting these vulnerable elderly people to buy into the service rob them blind, and then come into with another company. This is all alleged, and this is what I've understood. Mm-hmm. Then would come in as another LLC company and say, oh, let us help you pay this back, and we're going to help you get better, and then screw them again. And it just kept – it was like a cycle of attacking people's I also understood that she was, like, selling people's personal information when she wasn't allowed to sell people's information. So, like, selling information in a telemarketing scheme, I guess, to other people to telemarket to these same people. But she would also own into those companies. So, I mean, the scam of all scams. It was a scam of all scams. And she was out here living her best life off of these people's money, and which is really sad. It's absolutely sad to hear about and see. But anyways, she pled not guilty. Originally. Right off the jump, she said, I'm not guilty. I have never done something like this, and I can't believe that they are targeting me for doing something like this. But then she turns around and pleads guilty. And so what's funny is they are still filming for season three right now. Yeah. And there was so many pictures of Heather and Heather Gay and Meredith Marks from also Salt Lake City mm-hmm. in New York filming with her before this trial. And the day before, Meredith even posted to her Instagram being like, you can't judge someone until, like, they have their day in court. Well, the next day was Miss Jen's day in court, and she pled then guilty, changed her whole plea. I don't know why Meredith would post that, because Meredith was her biggest critic when she got arrested. The one accused of calling the feds. Yeah, Meredith was accused of of even calling the feds to tell them where they were going to be at so they could do it on camera. And And that's why she didn't show up the day of filming. She did her own thing. And Jen, honestly, let's not all forget that she straight up 
made her mother cash out $1 million of her saving, her life savings and her retirement fund so that she could Ugh. help her in her innocent case. Yeah, I mean, Jen and her husband and her family were living this, like, lavish lifestyle in these big homes that were probably thousands of thousands of dollars to rent. They never rented. owned a home. They owned nothing. They no owned property, nothing. no cars, nothing. Everything was rented, and it was underneath, like, different LLCs and different names, apparently. But as soon as she got busted for this case, they downsized to, like, a smaller house, which I'm sure was still very, very expensive. Expensive, 100%. So, like... They're out of money. Mr. Coach Shaw isn't bringing in the coins. Do you to think he's going to leave case. her? Um, 14 I mean, years is what she's facing. That's okay, minimum. So this is what gets me. Hit me. And I know you want the same thing that I want. Hit me. I want justice for Erica Jane. Yes. Because Erica Jane went down when her husband got caught stealing from innocent people. His law, uh, his law firm, yes. From his law firm. So I want Coach Shaw to go down the same way that Erica Jane went Yeah, down. how did he not know? How And also the same thing. Erica was reaping the benefits of Tom. Well, yeah. wasn't Coach Shaw. Wasn't Coach Shaw. He lived in that house as well. He was attending these parties. And it's not like he's making enough money to cover the bills. No. No, it was all her. So therefore, I want Coach Shaw to go down the same way that Erica Jane went down or I is want, going down. I want him to return the earrings. And if you don't know <laughs> what I'm saying... It is the biggest thing is that Erica has these parrot earrings that everyone's fighting over. And I'm like, I don't think the earrings are going to save, the, like, the orphans. No, I don't think it's, it's going not. to. But honestly, justice for Erica Jane. Justice for Erica Jane. I've always said that. But, like, honestly, Coach Shaw can't act like he didn't know where the money was coming from. He no. could He. I mean, there's no way that he didn't understand where the money are, was coming from. You're telling me if... Like, you wouldn't be like, hey, Eric is bringing in all this money, and he has this just normal job title. Yeah. Okay. Like, I think someone would pick up. You would just turn the blind eye and act like you don't know where the money is coming from, and you would just continue to live this nice lifestyle that your wife is providing for you. And he was saying she's innocent, too. I was like, I don't believe... You didn't... You have 18 people employed in your home. I mean, of course. I mean, like, your husband or your wife should be your biggest ride or die. Of course he's going to be on the same bandwagon that she's on, the not the not guilty train. But Fraud like, charges? <laughs> but now she's pleaded guilty. So that is a ride we, or die. Where do we go from here? But the best part of it is it's all filmed <laughs> on season three of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I literally am dying for the day that this comes out because and I can't, it has me shook. Meredith is probably how angry she is going to be that she was played like a fool. Oh, my God. And Heather oh. will just ride for her. Heather's going to be like... I still support her because I truly believe Jen has something on that woman that is worse than anything. 100%. I feel like there's something going on where, like, her and Jen were in some kind of business you, deal together. I suggest... Or maybe she was reaping the benefits with Jen. Something was but, helping. Like, you can tell that she just doesn't want to speak up because she doesn't want to be dragged into anything. Like, she's not... It's not because she's being a ride-or-die friend. It's because she just doesn't want to speak up. Because she knows too much. There's something she knows. Be drugged down with Jen. I want you to know, like, I am your ride-or-die, and I... Will back out when you go down for millions of dollars of fraud. I will not. I'm. I want you to know. You you can say whatever you know about me. I'm I'm out. Yeah. So what I'm um you know my friends ride or die until it involves the law and then I am out because I, I'm not going I would down. never do well in jail and you would no. never do well in jail. No. <laughs> As a gay boy. Absolutely <laughs> not. Well, uh uh-uh. uh. I would. Uh, no, I am not anybody's ride or die when it comes to the law. 
well, that is enough, I think, for Bravo for this week. Yeah, I mean, we're just so excited for the next season to come out. I mean, I cannot wait. We couldn't. We were, like, dying texting. Um, So now I want to hit you with, and you know that I throw this at you probably any day I get a notification on Instagram that Britney Spears posted to Instagram. Britney was pulled over. Well, not really pulled over. She ran out of gas on the freeway in LA. <laughs> so for people that do not understand, everyone knows who Britney Spears is. She was in a 13 year conservatorship. Her dad was like running her life for the last like year or two. She wasn't able to drive her car, go into her garage. She lived in this mansion that literally represented like the Olive Garden. And <laughs> it was like, it was the wildest thing. It was like a grandma's house plus Olive Garden. A mixture. And she was just literally locked away like a little princess and she couldn't speak. And, and it's the weirdest thing in Hollywood is that like everyone's afraid to talk about it because, and her previous business manager allegedly would go after fans and send cease and desist. So please don't send one, Lou. And so, but this week she is back in the car. She is back behind the wheel. 2007. I don't, honestly, she can do no wrong in my eyes. And I guess she forgot since she hasn't been driving for so many years. She doesn't know what gas is. That she needs to put gas in her car in order to get to point A. <laughs> to point B. B. She doesn't know. electric car. I mean. My favorite thing was though, the Daily Mail wrote under her photo, uh-oh, Britney Spears, seen driving in L.A. back in September 21, ran out of gay in the middle of the busiest freeways in Los Angeles and had to call police to get her to safety. Well, first they got the dates wrong. And also, she ran out of gay. Let me just tell they you something. They didn't, like, go back and correct the news article and put gas. Or the date. Um, no, full, fully ran out of gay. And I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> this gay has your back. And I don't believe Britney will ever run out of gay. You would have flown to L.A. and to picked her up on the side of the road. A hundred percent. Just so that she got home safely. A hundred percent. I'm just honestly. And the biggest thing, too, is that same day that that happened, her dad was in court. They're still battling. She is free. She can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. She had that weird wedding. And I love her. And I will never slander her, but that was a weird wedding. That was a very bizarre wedding. Madonna, Paris Hilton, Drew Barrymore. Like, why was Drew Barrymore there? Like, and Selena Gomez. What I find is so weird is that she referred to the house that she previously lived in. She bought a new house. That she had the wedding at, too. Yeah, that so was the last night that she, she was there. She just bought a new house, right? Yes. So the house that she previously lived in, that she was in this conservative ship in for years and was, like, not allowed to leave. Like, basically, she was, like, treated as a child. Yeah. She c- considered that house... A prison. A prison. But yet again, she had a full-on wedding. Well, hold, uh, full-on prison, and that day, her ex-husband that she married the first time for 72 hours in Vegas broke into that home, went upstairs, and was on Instagram Live, and was like, where's Brittany? Like, I guess he's going to save her, and he's, like, cracked out. Yeah. He's still in jail. Um, Is and then Kevin Federline? No, that that's her baby father. Who's the ex-husband? His name's, like, Jason Alexander. Like, okay, he's just, so. like, now he's, like, on meth. Okay. Um, and he, like, frequents any, like, vacation spot she goes to, like, two weeks later. <laughs> it's weird. In protest. Very. So he fully tried to break in, so she left. Then she got married, and then that next morning, she moved into her new home. So I guess, like, it is the great, like, ending of... Her little horrible, I guess. It's the fairy tale ending that I she deserves, 100%. I mean, but just having a wedding in a home that you considered a prison 
it's a little weird. Weird to me. Like, and she has all this money. It's not like she got out of this conservatorship and had no money. Like, this girl is worth millions and millions. But she didn't have access for thirteen years, and people. But now she does, and she could have had a wedding wherever her heart desired. But she picked her prison. Yeah, it was weird. But you have to also think people are always like, her Instagram's weird. I don't understand this. Well, now I will say I am a Britney Spears Instagram connoisseur. (laughs) I know when she posts the eight-page paragraphs and emojis, I now like I send it to you and you're like what the fuck is this what does this mean and I am like oh no 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 it literally is like this is A B C like I now know how to decipher it uh-huh. I it's it's a science it's a gift um, I believe that only the gays know how to do no have you seen that girl on TikTok that's like from the south and she talks just like Britney Spears and she like deciphers yes. what Britney Spears is saying on her Instagram mm-hmm. like whatever you call it the Instagram captions yes and that is the best way that I can understand what she's trying to talk about because the way that this girl puts it she breaks it down for like the girlies that don't understand what the hell she's trying to say (laughs) in these captions. So like I really appreciate this girl on TikTok. I don't know what she's doing the Lord's work. And if we find it, we will tag you under this episode. But the biggest two also thing is her dad is in court still fighting for he is being alleged for money, like stealing money, all these things. Also bugging her bedroom like with audio devices yeah, that, that recorded her with her kids and her boyfriend at the time, now her husband and all that. And he's saying he didn't do it. An FBI agent has confirmed it. Multiple like documentaries confirmed it. Um, so I'm excited and I will keep everyone posted. If she was talking to a lawyer, he was listening in, which is against the law in California. Yeah. You can't, you have to have privacy. Um, so he was really just monitoring every single thing down to like, I guess there was alleged text like being like, she's downstairs. She's getting coffee. She's walked back upstairs. Like it's the weirdest, like that's for 13 years. So when people are like, her Instagram's so weird, I'm like, you have to also think she never was on Instagram before, like even when it came out. Yeah, she wasn't allowed to. So imagine like a 13 year old that gets on Instagram for the first time. It's like shit posting, Finsta posting. (laughs) Like it's like, here's a picture of the sand. Like that's what she's doing because she doesn't, she's not going to be. She doesn't understand what's supposed to be going on. No, she's like, no one has told her. It's like, no, 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 now you got to be an influencer. Like you have to do a brand deal. And I don't, I don't think she needs it. So she doesn't need it. So why is she gonna? And honestly, I don't care. She could just twirl in her foyer for the rest of her life, and I will watch every day. Oh my god, I love her, and I love watching her little Instagram post. So Brittany, keep it going. I keep know it up, that girl. you're out there just doing what you've always wanted to do, and that's live. So live your best life, sweetie. <laughs> Dying. Okay, so for the next news, hit me. What is it? Oh, it's a lot because. I mean, we can't be, we can't just keep doing this in this family. And I think. What family? <laughs> the Kardashian family. Oh, God. The Kardashian family. So, Chloe and Tristan are expecting another baby. I via, saw that. Via surrogate. So, I, okay, I guess you, you kind of, I saw like one post about it and I sent it to you, but I was like, I, I was busy and I couldn't do it. Like, I can't <laughs> deal. Tell me a little bit, like, what's going on? So, as we know, Tristan is out here. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. (laughs) (laughs) I'm dying. And the surrogate conceived this baby seven months after Tristan admitted to cheating on Chloe with another woman. And that, hold on, so that's not, so he cheated on her when she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's the first, this is what we know of. Cheated during the pregnancy, like the week of her giving birth. Yeah. 
cheated with Jordan Woods, Mm -hmm. the breakup of Kylie Jenner, um, and her best friend. So I just want you to also know that I will never try and fuck your husband. Um, Oh, thank God. And then he cheated on her. Then So that wasn't with Jordan Woods. That was going to be then with the one that he had a kid with. Yeah, it's like a fitness influencer or something. Okay, so that's three times right there. So now he has three kids. He now has three kids, and he has a seven-month-old with, I guess, that fitness influencer named Theo that he has never met. And here they are having another child. They're bringing another child into this fucked-up situation. And so I'm assuming, because what I gathered is... This happened, like, the surrogate was already pregnant, and they were together. Yeah, the surrogate was apparently already pregnant, and then they found out (sighs) this information. Well, I mean, watch her get back together with him. I mean, they always do, and I just don't understand how you could be be dragged on TV and in news articles. Like, Like Kim said, when she said in that last episode, that finale, when he's like, she fought for him, and you don't know how it is, even after she, he completely dogged the shit out of her yeah. and embarrassed her and made, uh, like, a joke of her. I was like, girl, that's your sister, but true. Yeah, it's so <laughs> true. He's been dogging the shit out of her since they got together, and how do He's you just keep going back to this? Like, this family is known all over the world, and... You They're think, the royal family of America. And you really think it's only a handful of girls that he's cheated on her with? But like, this guy is out here sticking his dingling <laughs> and things that shouldn't be stuck in. And stop. he keeps taking him back. Hey, so, club whores? So stop fucking Tristan for Chloe's sake. Yeah, just, like, leave him Shit. alone. You guys know that he has a family at home. And he and is, everyone knows I he hate... He hasn't made in the shape with her, so just leave him alone. I, he's gonna lose everything. <laughs> I think he's lost everything. Yeah. Unless she gets back together, which... God, I hope not. But, like, let's... I cannot deal when there's... Is it like, how many times where the girl's like, I didn't know he was with Chloe. Okay. It, anyone, anyone, it does not matter where you live, especially in America. It does not matter where you live, what your income is, what your job is, how you raise your family, what race. It doesn't mean it matter anything. You know the Kardashians. You know the Kardashians. They are the royal family. And you know who they have babies with, and you know who they are married to or you in a relationship are with. Keeping up maybe Leave ended, these but you will fucking always men keep up. alone. Stop touching them. Do not touch them. They are not meant to be touched. They are owned by the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are trademarked. They are LLC'd, and they are fully paid for. So yeah. stop it. Anyways. But do you think it's going to be, like, on the Hulu show for season two? Because it better be. Oh, my God. I hope that's on the Hulu show. You know it's going to be, and it's going to be, like, Kim answering the phone with that dramatic music in the background being, like... like hello. In the gym. Yeah. Like, and then... Well, you know what's funny? There's no way this could happen I again. saw a TikTok where she is, like, telling her, I guess, and I'm sure these are recreated scenes, and she is, like, telling her, and then... But there is that, like, one split second where people are called out, and it's, like, where she's, like, wait... Like, she says, like, oh, and she's having a boy. Like, that's so fucked up because you wanted a boy. Everyone knows you want a boy. And then it, like, pauses. And then she goes, you didn't know about this, right? Oh, so they're having a boy. Well, Page Six said the other day that she allegedly a boy. Which, I mean, I'm sure, I think, I, you know, people are like, oh, you can pick. I think you can pick at this point. <laughs> when you have I enough mean, money, you can pick. First off, they had a surrogate, so it was inseminated, I guess is the right term. Yeah. So I think that you can pick if you want it to be a boy, girl, if you want it to be twins, whatever the case is, you pay for that and service. How, how fucked up, because... Courtney is still trying to have this kid. But she's trying to have a kid, which is IVF, right? Yeah, I don't think she can have a kid on her own at this rate. And also... She has so many. You need more? Did you watch the Hulu show? She gave up on those kids. 
She's done with those kids. Oh, she's she is. Kids. She is. The, Travis is my family now. Uh-huh. And she's like, you three can actually now start seeing your dad again. You don't have to be gluten free. You can stay at Scott's house. You can I eat could Chick-fil-A give Chick Fil A nuggets for all I give a shit. Just. Fuck off. Mama's going to Italy with her new boy, and like she is like Scott can have the kids back. She is done. She just wants Travis to dr- play the drumsticks on her ass, <laughs> and she is gonna be making a new song. And they're together now. So. I mean, great for Scott. He gets to have the kids now. Great for Scott. So I think that's enough for this week's Hot Topics. Why don't we take a quick break and jump right back into it? All right. We are back, and today's topic is all about growing families and loyalty. Mm, Loyalty. Loyalty. Loyalty and families. So I've gotten so many people reach out to me after like posting TikToks and on social media that I was pregnant with twins and I have lots of women sharing their struggles with me about their journey getting pregnant. I just want to tell you guys, it was not a walk in the park for me. I know that I've only been married for what, like seven months, but like we were trying before we even got married and nothing was happening. Mm -hmm. And I was diagnosed with PCOS, um, I think when I was like in my early 20s, I really can't remember what age I was. I was diagnosed with PCOS in my early 20s, um, and they kind of told me that it would would be a struggle for me to get pregnant, that there would have to be, like, you know, lab work done and all kinds of things done, my hormones checked, and just to make sure that everything was on course for me to get pregnant. And I kind of just went against the grain. I said, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Yeah. I think, I will say, though, I think you also dealt with, like, internal struggles of, like, why isn't this happening? Why? And it wasn't something you like to talk about or share about with many people. I think it was something more just like how other women really kind of keep it to themselves and bottle that in, yeah. which I feel like there's like that stigma of like not wanting to like talk about it and not like be open like, oh, because some people's journeys, everyone's journey is different. Some mm-hmm. women have the easy and some women have it harder. And sometimes it's you can't have the first one. It's tough to be have the first one or it's OK, you had one. I can't have the second. Why Why is this not happening for me? Yeah, so as soon as you get married, and I'm sure everybody that has been married knows this question that they're going to get, is family members and friends asking, so you got married, when are the babies coming? When are you guys going to start trying for a family? And, like, at first, the first couple months of trying to have a family after we got married – and you get that question, it's kind of just expected, you know. Mm-hmm. But when months go on and you're telling people, like, you know, we're working on it, and you keep getting the same question over and over again, like, when are the babies coming? When are you going to start planning for a family? Mm-hmm. It is the most infuriating and frustrating thing ever because I'm explaining to people our struggles, and I'm trying to do it in a way that I'm not snapping at people and yeah. being like, do you not think that we're not fucking trying? Yeah. Like, I've told you before, like, when it happens in happens we're doing what we can to make it happen yeah and so like it was extremely frustrating that aspect of everybody asking like when we're gonna have kids and I feel like this day and age just don't ask that question it's and you know something I mean I cannot have a kid (laughs) I am a man um but I will say like I had I have a really close friend that she struggled having kids the first time and she is now lucky to have two Mm -hmm. and she was always like she was trying so hard and it's like she was constantly dealing with that same struggle of being asked and was so happy for everyone that could and all of that but it was like being so hard on herself and sometimes even like just you're constantly beating yourself up and 
watching that is so hard and I wish more women would actually just be open and honest and be yeah. like feel comfortable like have the safe space yeah feel comfortable like sharing their story about how it wasn't just an easy walk in the park and yeah. you had sex one time and this baby came out of it <laughs> like not everybody has that gift now so, I will stop you again I'm sorry but you did have that weird type of this weird psychic gift that you did have is when you told me that you were pregnant you straight up said I feel like I'm having twins the first day. <laughs> and I was like so taken aback when you told me. I didn't like I was sh- I was like the whole day I just kept being like a baby. Yeah. A baby. A fucking baby? Like what? And now na- even though we were texting throughout and you weren't feeling well and stuff, but you would text me like the first photo you sent me when you were out with the friend, you sent me a picture of like you in this like black dress and I was like Oh my god! Like it's showing you're like I'm I'm having twins. I fully know. And you called me right when you guys you and Eric left um, the doctor's office to let culture sound to let me know. And you got and even before you texted me for like if there's only one baby in there, it I will be I'll be more shocked by that. And when you guys called me and actually told me like on your way home that you guys were having twins, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? How do you know? Like. That is the weirdest thing. So, funny story. When I was, like, I think I was 17 years old. I don't even think I was of age to have a psychic. I think you have to be 18 years old to have a psychic. Read, like, your, like, poem or whatever? Yeah. So, we went to this, the Baltimore Harbor Mall. (sighs) Yeah, I don't know. Not a mall one. At Baltimore Harbor Mall. And for some reason, I said, you know, what would be fun is if I got my palm read by the psychic in the middle of a kiosk in the mall. Was it a woman? Was it a guy? How old? I want to know was, that. I it was know. a woman. I, I think she was, like, middle-aged. How and, much? like, I would love to find this woman because find I her. have no idea who she is. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to just tell her, you're spot-on, sister. So you're telling me you do believe in psychics? Now I 100% believe in psychics. But let me tell you the story. So I was 17 years old. I get my palm read at this kiosk in the mall. And I'm with my boyfriend at the time. A super toxic relationship. The nasty relationship. Anyways, I get I my I palm read. And she writes down on the back of her business card a bunch of things that she read from my palm. And one of the things that she wrote was that I was going to have twins by the time I was 27 years old. And I can't remember shit else that she wrote on the back of this business card that she read from my palm. But something that always stuck with me was that I was going to have twins at 27 years old. And I kept this business card in my wallet for I don't know how long. Sure, her timeline was a little off, but we'll give her that. Her timeline was off. So I kept this business card in my wallet, I think until like I was literally about to turn 28. And then I said, this is useless. And I tossed it because I wanted proof that that you had it. The I, prediction was I, right. Yeah, I wanted proof that this psychic was right. So I think I tossed it like shortly after I turned 27 because I wasn't pregnant with twins and, you know, she was off. You you know what, though? I want to say I feel like we should go. There is a psychic in a city that's not far from us. And I we went I've been there and I love her. And I know this sounds really crazy, but the first time I went, I went with two of my girlfriends. We were in high school, probably mm-hmm. 17 at the same time. And she said to me and my other friend only, now mind you, we were three of us, and said, one of those people out there will betray you. <laughs> and I'll never forget that. Shortly after. Shortly, maybe that same night. We shared each other's, like, just me and this one girl. She says, actually, told me. And then I shared it with the other girl. And she goes, no, they didn't say that to me. So... 
we stopped being friends because I was gonna gonna have like I fully trusted. She also brought up some things that I'm like no one would know like fully knew. Like uh-huh. it was so crazy. I feel like before the gender reveal, we should go to see her. So I feel like I don't need a psychic because I feel like I am the psychic. Uh, you, oh, you after 27? Hold on, you she didn't get the fucking the she timeline didn't get the age right. right. The powers went to you. The powers went to me. So anyways, so she reads my palm. She tells me I'm having twins at 27. I keep this card in my wallet until I'm almost 28 years old. I toss it. And it's always just stuck with me that I'm going to have twins. And I've always said it to everybody. I said, when I get pregnant, which, you know, I never thought I was ever going to be pregnant. I never yeah. thought I was going to get married until I found my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have to find the right one to be in this mindset for most people of getting married and having a family. But anyways, you know, I always told people when I get pregnant with my husband's child, we're going to have twins. Yeah. And it's kind of, I don't know if it's by luck or what manifesting he run in his bloodline and his side of the family his they turkish have, italian bloodline his turkish italian bloodline they have three sets of twins so like it was just destined that's at some point you know it was going to come through another set of twins and it just so happened to be me but, but one and done like great but anyways as soon as i started telling people that i wanted to have children with this man i would say <laughs> i hope that it's just twins and it's just you know i'm pregnant once and we're done i Mm -hmm. hope that it's boy girl twins and i hope that it's just one and done so that's what you want so i feel like i have psychic abilities and we do have the gender of both the babies but we have not actually looked at it yet and we're doing our gender reveal in another week i'm so excited with my psychic abilities i believe that we're having boy girl twins okay so that's the prediction today is July I mean July 15th and we're having our gender reveal on the 24th so if it's not boy girl twins then I'm not a psychic but if it is boy girl twins I, people come to her come and she will me. do readings for $15 come to me with your questions and concerns and I'll tell you my psychic outcome but anyways so as soon as I, I, got, I got pregnant I started having these really vivid dreams at night that I was having twins like I mm-hmm. couldn't see the babies to like let you know if I think that they're boy or girl twins throughout my my dreams, but like okay, I just knew that I was having two of them in my dreams. So I started having these like very vivid dreams that I was having twins, and then I would wake up and I would tell my husband, and he'd be like, "Oh my god, I had a dream that we were having twins too." And I'm like, "I don't know if you're like fucking with me it, or most likely put, he's probably fucking with you." I put this on. idea in your head, so yeah. therefore, like you're also having the same kind of dreams that I'm having. I'm not really sure what's going on here. So we go to our first ultrasound, which I found out that I was pregnant through blood work at like five to six weeks. And then at, I think it was like nine-ish weeks when we went to our first ultrasound, I just had a full-on mental breakdown in the waiting room because I just knew it was going to be something dramatic. Like, I knew... (laughs) It can't be something simple. I knew it was going to be something dramatic. And I just like, I had anxiety thinking about what that dramatic outcome was going to be. I didn't know if there was something wrong or if it was going to be something like twins. But as soon as we sat down in the ultrasound room and she started scanning my stomach, she went completely silent. And then I thought to myself, like, there's no baby there. There's no heartbeat. My husband was with me. And my husband was just, like, trying to make light out of everything. And he's like, do you see a penis and all this kind of stuff? And Because he could feel, like, the weird energy off of this ultrasound tech. Yeah. So she's like, ha, 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 like, no, we'll get there. So I'm looking at the ultrasound screen. I can't tell what I'm looking at, but I'm thinking 
what I'm looking at is what a baby should look like in an ultrasound picture. <laughs> he labels the baby, baby A. And I don't know if that's normal, if that's like in a singleton pregnancy, they do that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But she labeled baby A. And I said to her, if you label baby B, I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, she goes to the other side of my stomach and she said, that's baby B. And my husband jumped up out of his chair like it was an episode of Maury <laughs> and was like, I knew it! I knew it! Like screaming his ultrasound office. I am the father. And like, I'm crying hysterically. So like, I, I told people like, I would have been more shocked that if I went to that ultrasound appointment and they would have only found one baby, I would have been like, no, 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 do it all over again. I want to do this a second time. I'll pay for it. I don't care. But I know that there's two in there. So the fact that like either, you know, the psychic was right. And we got to find her. I'm a psychic. Yeah. And you're a psychic too. (laughs) And these vivid dreams we're, I mean, it's just so surreal that this has all come together and we're actually having twins. Now, can you manifest twins? I don't think no. so. <laughs> like, Ask, believe, receive. I do know that this was what I was meant to do. <laughs> In life. Was have these Turkish, Italian, slash Caucasian twins. I think it's just so insane. And, I mean, here I am. Pregnant with twins. Not only did I never think I was going to have kids or even get married... Look at me now. Look at you now. And I think the biggest thing, too, is what you said earlier is how you had, like, you really had to wait for the right one. And you knew, like, you were all not for it. And I mean, I've been around for all of them. And I have never, I mean, when your net, like, your husband, came into the picture, it felt like, like, I'll never forget that day. Literally, we were furniture shopping for your new home. And Kaylin is never the type of bitch to be, like, looking out of her phone, texting a guy, smiling. I was like, what the, f- like, in 15 years, I've never seen you act like this. Why? You're not fucking 17. Get it the fuck together. I know. And he kept calling, and he was working in his, like, cubicle office at the time, pre-COVID, and he, like, he gets on FaceTime, and we were at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru, and literally, we start, me and him start talking, like, on FaceTime, and it was, like... An organic conversation. Organic, but it, 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 it was, like... And then we started, like, becoming friends, and, like, throughout, and, like, would talk, but it was, like, within that even just two-week span, it was, like... I kind of felt like we've known him for about 20 years now. Yeah. It was like, it felt so weird. So it, yes, you've only been married for a short period of time, but honestly it feels like Eric's been around since I've been around, like <laughs> when we were kids. Yeah. So like growing up, I always told people I don't want to get married and I don't want to have a family. And I was very adamant on it, but it was because I have never been in a healthy relationship until I met my husband. And that I think goes really big into is finding that loyal person mm-hmm. and I can say for myself, I am not there yet. I have not reached that yet. I am the type that is like, get in and get out before you get left. Like, I am leave before someone leaves you. And I'm pro that at any moment. That's always been my mentality, too, is like, leave before they leave you and then you feel stupid. Exactly. Like, you're not going to play me as a fool. No. And also, you know, everyone says, like, you get the ick. I feel like I get the ick at any little thing now. Like, I'm not kidding. I went... I hung out with the guy not too long ago, and he wore a black turtleneck, Mm. and we were making out, and, like, I would say, like, getting... You made out with a man wearing a turtleneck? I know, and I was like, I'm my fucking Steve Jobs. What is happening? And he is going in, like, things are getting a little hot and heavy, and he didn't want to take the turtleneck off, and I thought that was the weirdest fucking thing. So midway, I made up some random 
probably gay excuse that I was like, oh, no, 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 like, we can't, like, it's not gonna happen, like, I can't, oh, I have to go, like, da, da, like, I, like, Less had, yeah, I'm gonna literally die, I was like, I can't do this, all because he's wearing a turtleneck, and that I, he won't take off, that he would, I kept, like, trying, like, three times, I'm like, are you gonna take that off, then, like, what, what, What's like, going on? Like, I kept, like, suddenly... Like, maybe he has, like... He had nothing to be insecure about. That's the thing. It was weird. Like, I'm like, know, do you have scars he, under there? What's going on? Maybe he was, like, 500 pounds at one point and lost a bunch of weight. And then no, because like, I've guy. seen him without a shirt. Like, he is fine. Well, maybe he thought it'd be really sexy if he left the turtleneck on. Well, it wasn't to me. And, like, honestly, after that, I left... I'll, and I will never... I don't... I will say this. That was the guy that I texted you when I left his apartment. I fell down his stairs. And busted your ass. And busted my ass. And not only it's did not I... because you were trying to just skid out the, I was, I was getting the fuck out of his bus. And it was snowing. And it was like those metal stairs of an outside apartment, yeah. you know? And I fucking bit it. And I fully... And I'll never forget... I, Got up, heard a door open, and it's under his floor. He's he can't hear. And this one's like, I ran, and she's like, "Are you? Is someone okay?" And I was like, "Get out, run to my car as fast as I can." <laughs> like never get. I had a bruise for three weeks, and like he kept hitting me up, and I was like, "This no one. I can't see you because I have a bruise that is all the way down my body." And two. I'm never going to forget the fucking turtleneck. Yeah, just, like, lose the turtleneck. But I really... And also, he is one of those same people. Like, I really liked him. We would talk for a really long time. And the biggest thing is, you know, like... And I've always shared with you, like, in the gay community, so many people are in open relationships. Yeah. And I'm never that kind of girl. I'll never be that kind of girl. Yeah. I truly believe I'm, like, if it's... If I'm going to be, like, fucking around with one person... I'm just going to be fucking around that one person. Yeah. I'm not into cheating. I'm not into being the third. I'm Mm -hmm. not... I would especially, like, never be the other woman. No, 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 no. We are not not the other woman. Maybe in the past, but not anymore. Uh, Yeah. Um, At some point, you got to grow out of it. You got to grow out of it. It's not fun. It's really... It's like, you know what? I would say this. It's like, if you're not... If, like, you're on the down low and you're not ready... Well... I'm not ready to suck you off then. Yeah. Until you're ready. I have a question for you. What? Do you fuck on the first date? No. No? Not. I mean, it's a dominant no because it's you. I mean, I have in the past. Of course. Who hasn't? Yeah. But like now, it depends. I mean, I guess. I don't know. I'm changing my answer. I would like to. I would like to change my plea to. It's a. It's. it's, But if it's like a maybe, it's a middle, it's a 50-50. It depends if like if I'm vibing, if I'm either not, the vibe is there or it's time to go. Yeah, but if I but if I really if I am like really vibing, it depends. If I'm really vibing, then yes. And then if I'm also maybe really vibing and I'm like, no, like I'm gonna be that innocent, like, not just yet, buddy. Like we're gonna play the game. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And also shows like true colors, like are you just trying to fuck? Are you just yeah. trying to date but like I don't like I don't know I'd rather I want to know right away but then there's of course times where I'm just like a messy bitch and I'm like I'm gonna fuck this guy for fun a hundred percent so I'm just gonna be completely down and honest like if the vibe is there like I'm not saying I go on a date and it's awkward and we're not vibing but if the vibe is there and like we're hitting it off and I'm like you know what we're gonna fuck on the first date have you ever given a pity fuck Oh, no, 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 no. I can't do that. I I can't can't bring myself to it, but I do fuck on the first date only because 
I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste my time wondering if the sex is going to be good and wondering, you know, how our chemistry is going to work. I just want to dive right into it. Like, yeah, well, I mean, I have fucked on the first date and it's trash and it is trash. And I understand having sex for the first time. It's awkward. Like you kind of just like have to like, you know, feel each other out. But like, I love first time sex. I feel like that's uh, the fun time. I mean, I'm not going to say I love it, but I Because it's either going to be really great or it's going to be fucking horrible. I have had sex for the first time on a first date, and I have blocked their numbers. Oh, yes. Because... Leaving, and you'll never see me again. So awkward. I'm in the witness protection program. And, like, I would never want to put myself through that ever again. I, one time, went on a date with this guy. The date went so well. Mm -hmm. So well. We were vibing. We were talking. I mean, like, we could have talked... For a whole 24 hours without sleep. We go back to his house. We go to do it. I pull down his pants. And I have never in my life, never in my life. And I always either touch it Where are you going with it? Yeah, so that's it. what I was going to say. No matter if I'm fucking or not, there is a touch. There yeah. is, like, I want to know what there is, the work, because the suspense. Yeah, I want to. dick pics now. I want to. Uh, that really was, like, before my time or after <laughs> my time. I don't know. So I always either want to touch it or look it dead in the face because I want to make sure, number one, that there's nothing Not a dead stare. Okay. Number two, I just want to, like, touch it to feel it out. So anyways, we go back to his house. I pull his pants down. I look at it. And I've never in my life seen anything that looks like this. What was it? It was it was thick and short. And I just didn't know what to... I don't know what to do with it. And okay. I said, I'm not going to be rude. And he said, I know it's kind of like off-putting. Like the way that he worded it was just Oh, it was so, addressed? You guys yeah. addressed it? Yeah, like I couldn't go through with it. And like he knew that Caitlin. I knew that it was weird. Like he either thought like I was going to look at it and be like, let's do this. Or he would, I'd have that look in my eye. Like I'm guessing most girls have had it with him. And just be like, I can't do this. Put it back. Oh and my God. We have to end this right now. So and this man is still. <laughs> do we? Okay, I want to know like where he, where is he in life oh with this God. short and thick I, member? I have no idea. But I put it back. I left and I blocked his number immediately. You put it. You put it politely away. Zipped the pants up and said, "Thank you." I don't but even. No thank you. I don't think it was like that. I think it was more like I was in shock and I've God. never seen something that looks like this. And I just ran out of there, shaking in my fucking boots. So. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. I really don't. I'm, I'm, I am stunned. I truly, I think, I'm just also shocked that you've never given like a pity fuck out. Like you've Uh, never, I literally was dating this guy. So, I mean, is it a pity fuck when you're kind of like dating them? I don't know. But it felt very pity because I wanted to end things. I was seeing him for like maybe two, three months and he lived in DC and I was going back and forth and one week, like one week, I was just like, I want to end things, but this guy was so sweet, so nice, like mm-hmm. go above and beyond. And he fully was like, I will never forget, I was really sick, like with a cold. And he was like, Oh, like come over. We had plans this weekend. Please come over, come over. And I was like, No, like I just really don't feel well. I'm not going to be like in a good mood. I'm not going to be fun. And he was like, No, like we can just like just chill and talk. And I'm like, Like no. I, like and so I literally said. I just want to lay in bed and watch TV, and you don't have a TV in your room, so and we can't. of course, can't. guys are like, I'll lay in bed with you. Yeah, uh. but this man did not have a TV in his room, so I thought that was a great excuse. This man was saving money onto a Best Buy gift card as his savings for 
he was in a profession that he needed something from there. And he was saving this money onto this gift card. And I was like, that's great, whatever. Like, I knew about it. And he said, he texted me and said, I'm at Best Buy. And this is, mind you, we're talking in the morning early on a Friday. And he texted me that afternoon. He said, I'm at Best Buy. How many inches, like, of a TV is good for my room, you think? And I said, well, what are you talking about? He said, oh, I'm going to buy a TV. So You're sick. we can lay in bed and watch TV You're together. sick. We, I'm gonna like, and I'm like, honestly, maybe I should have married this man. But... No, I couldn't. I couldn't even stomach. But I was like, he just spent this money on his gift card that he's been saving. I have to go now. He's been hoarding these shekels for months. Literally. I was like, I have to go and I have to fuck him. I have to. Garrett. I had to. What was I going to do? He spent like $600 on a TV. But he needed a TV for his room. He's a grown-ass man. Put a goddamn TV in your room. No, I kind of respected that he didn't have one at first. Like, I kind of was like... I think that he's like pure, doesn't watch TV in the room. Like, he likes to sit no, on the couch. No, I don't know. I was giving aesthetic at the vibe. I don't know. But, like, I fully... I did go over there. I gave a pity fuck. And I told him, keep the box. Because I will not be returning. I won't be returning, but you know what? We'll be returning that TV to Best Buy. And he <laughs> oh did return the TV, and I never returned. Oh, my God. Well, I think this is a good time to transition into our Q&A. Let's go. Are you ready? I am ready. Because last time I went on my TikTok Live, and we gathered our two favorite questions, and then we talked about them. But this time, I said, I heard Reddit has some juicy shit. Mm-hmm. So I just scrolled through Reddit. I love. And I found a juicy topic that really resonates with me. So, oh God. And I'm not going to say resonates with me uh, because it's what happened, is it? that it's happened to me. It's resonating with me because I work in a strip club and I know shitty men. I've been dealing with them for 10 years. So let me just read it to you. I found out my husband is cheating. We have two kids and a beautiful life. I confronted my husband and he left and won't give me the closure that I need. I also found out who the other woman was and I confronted her. The other woman was under the impression that my husband and I were going through a divorce and that our marriage was loveless and non-intimate for years. That was not the case at all. I am absolutely heartbroken. How do I move on from this? Now, if that's not juicy, I don't know what is. Yeah, I mean... So she's never gotten, like, the closure? Yeah, so basically he apparently just packed up his shit and left and said, I'm not giving you closure on this whole topic. And she reached out to the other woman, and the other woman said, well, this is what your husband told me. He told me that you guys were in the process of a divorce, which was not true, and that your relationship was loveless and non-intimate for years, which was also not true. And so, like, I come across this type of thing all the time working in the strip club. I hear these guys sob story saying that their life is loveless and non-intimate and mm-hmm. that they're basically staying together for the kids. But then in the same turn, sometimes I run across these men on social media mm-hmm. oh, and love. their whole social media feed is them, their kids and their wife living this beautiful, happy life together. Mm-hmm. So you're in my ear telling me that your relationship is done Destroyed that you have no more spark in your relationship and you're staying together for the kids, but on social media you portray this beautiful, happy family. I can't. And I hear this Ugh. all the time in the strip club, and I don't know why people tell me their stop sob story like this, but I think they think it's a manipulate manipulation tactic to get women to, you know, do what they want. Like, yeah. oh, this man is so broken, you know, he really tried for his wife and his kids. You know, he's a good man. He's a good man. And 
he deserves a nice life. Okay, but the thing is, one thing I will say about this this girl is the fact that the other woman, like, one, why are you reaching out to the other woman? Don't do that. And then um, two, fuck the other woman for reaching back at, like, responding. Because, like... What? No, are you... Can't, what? Are you, the, one, why are you reaching out to the other woman for closure for, from him? Like, that's weird to me. Really? I think that's... A, I would never ask... I would never go if I got cheated on and then he's not giving me the closure that I need, which closure first and foremost, like sometimes you you can find closure in other ways. But like I truly am like, why would you I would never reach out to the the person they're cheating on me with to be like, how, how can you give me closure? I mean, you'd that want closure is right there. The closure is that he's a lying husband, piece of shit. Yeah, her husband is a lying piece of trash. But she, she Ben knew that when he left her. I mean, she just needed closure from this other woman. I mean, I'm not trying to, to, I'm not trying to fight this woman. I'm just saying, I feel like it's that's crazy. And also, fuck the other woman for being like, well, you were in a loveless marriage. Like, how did that conversation go? I need pretext. I know. I don't know the pretext, <laughs> but like, um, I need I need her phone number, and I want to ask her a few questions I'm, because I'm actually upset that you think that this other woman shouldn't have said anything. Because like, kudos to you, girl. No, for she being, should like the bigger person and being like, yo, he's a piece of shit, and this is what he said to me, and this is what he portrayed, and this is why I. No, I'm all for dragging men. I'm just <laughs> not for literally being like. What are you reaching? Like, what is she gonna give you? Like, Closure. is that he's not doing it? So now this other woman is. She's already stole your husband. What more closure do you need from her? I we pop her tires. Not that's closure. I mean, when you have kids, I don't think you think in that <laughs> thinking sense. Like, I'm gonna go slash her tires and bust out her windshield. I know some people that have kids and fail like everything. That do think like that. Okay, well, I don't think that this girl's that type of bitch. Like, I am that type of bitch, and if well, I was ever put in a situation, knock on wood. Tell, knock her, to, on wood. tell her to find us, comment her phone number, and we will give her a call, and I will help her. Yeah, like, I am that type of bitch that would go to jail over this type of thing, so. Well, it's unfortunate that she's heartbroken, and it's unfortunate that her husband was a piece of shit, but. Yeah, so the question is, how do I move on from this? I think that you should move on from this, knowing that your husband is an absolute piece of trash, and he, you know... Get out there and date. He played you, and he jeopardized his relationship his with you and his family. Therefore, move on. Go out there. Put on a little makeup. Buy a new little outfit. Yes. Go out Call some town. girlfriends up. Yeah, go out on the Sleep town. Sleep with a stranger. Get slutty. Yeah. Get real slutty. Get real slutty. Go back into your slutty phase. Who mm-hmm. gives a shit? You have uh, get pay a babysitter, drop mm-hmm. it off at the parents... And go out there and get some dick. And oh, yeah. no, forget no, no. about this. No, you drop those kids off with their father. And you True. go out yes. and you just run the town. 100%. Run through the town. And say, you know what? I'm uh, here. This new, you and your whore can he watch the kids this oh, weekend. Yeah. Mama's going out. Mama's going out on the town and she is going to run through this town. So, what kind of question do you have for me? So, I also frequent Reddit because I download the app. And honestly, it's kind of like TikTok for me. It was like, Going down the black hole. Mm-hmm. Reddit people are crazy. Crazy. They, there's some crazy shit on Reddit. Great. And I love a good conspiracy theory. Me but too. like crazy. So I got and it said, I've been with my boyfriend for a year and a half and we have always been really sexual and PDA. But he brought up having a threesome and I'm truly uncomfortable with the idea. Especially since he's never brought this up before. I started to question myself, but also I really like him and wonder maybe I should just do it and get it out of the way because I could see us getting engaged within the next two years, as we talked about. 
Should I just open up to the idea and getting and just get the fun out of the way before moving to the next step, or do I just tell him now? Mm. Well, first and foremost, I want like when I read that, I was like, "Well, girl, gasp! What? Are, don't do something you don't want to do. No, never do something that you're not comfortable with. Ever. And if you're not comfortable with this, and it sounds like you are 100 percent not, you're just doing it to be like the fun, cool girl. It's not going to work in your favor. And let me just tell you something. It's getting the fun out of the way together, and then two years later, after you had the ring, the wedding, and mm-hmm. all that, he's still going to be having his fun. You're just at home, so not I, having the fun. I actually know a lot of people that have been put in this situation. Oh yes, um, by their boyfriends, mm-hmm. and it never works we out know, in their favor. We know someone mutually as well. Yes, yeah. So like, it's always the guy's idea, mm-hmm. or maybe it's like you know they're. Uh, a girlfriend and boyfriend, they get drunk and they think, you know, it'd be really fun to do this. But and never like bring a, a friend in. On a drunken whim. Mm-hmm. And then they do it and their relationship is ruined. It's either their relationship is ruined. Completely. Now this is what they want to do every single weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, because the guy is just hooked. You know, it's like he, an it's, adrenaline yeah. rush. This is what he's living for. That or... You get left for the other woman. And that's why, well, one, nev- when I, I've, we've had friends that have literally brought another friend in and I'm like, never that, do that with friends. is crazy. Yeah. Like you deserve everything that comes your way because mm-hmm. you are just one. Now you're losing your man and your best friend. Mm-hmm. Now you're alone. Look, yeah. look what you've done. So never do that. Never and do then that. that's my biggest advice is I, anytime I've ever heard like a girl tell me this, I'm like. Are you out of your mind? Because now your husband's everyone's husband. Yeah. Like, he's free range. Yeah. But also, it's just like, I just, if you're not into something sexually, to do it to please a man. It's not worth it. Foul. Like, it's not worth it. It's no. not It's not good. You're not, it's not going to end well. You, if Especially if you have any, like, inclement that you are going to then be upset with yourself or, mm-hmm. like, regret it. Like, it's not worth all of that mentally. And also, if you're... And never let a man... Quite, and don't, like, make it... Because, like, the biggest thing when I, I read that she said... Um, she said, he's never brought this up before, and I started to question myself. Do if a man yourself. makes you question yourself... <laughs> it's time to go. Don't... Stop having those ring talks and just get out. Mm-hmm. Get... Install a ring doorbell and let him rewatch you getting in your car and leaving. Yeah. If you... Picture a future with this guy, like you said that you are. You imagine yourself getting married or engaged within the next few years. Um, if you put yourself in this uncomfortable position to be the fun girl or to give him what he wants sexually, I can guarantee you guys will never make it walking down the aisle. Never. Never. Well, you might. You might walk down the aisle. But like, you also will walk down the aisle to divorce court as well. A hundred percent. And I have seen this so many times. I hear this all the time. And. To be honest, I've had a lot of friends where it's the girl's idea because she knows that their love life or mm-hmm. sex life is getting a little dull. So she's like, "That's not how you why spice don't it up. we introduce a third? And then they go out seeking a third. And then it's like an addiction, like a third, a third, a third, a third. And then it's like a dating game for them. Like they enjoy online dating together. And I'm not going to judge. If swinging third. is your style and like that, like with another couple and like that's your thing, then... Let that be your thing. But mm-hmm. make sure you both are on the same page. Oh, yeah, on the same page. And I'm just going to say my personal opinion. It never works. It never does. No. I mean, and the same people that are always on this constant search for their next third, <laughs> they never make it long. No. And 
But I will say, if you are going to be in a situation, go in as the third. Go in as the third. Always. Yes. If I want to do it, be the third. Yes. Because then... But when they're really screaming at each other and they're like threatening a divorce, I know there's a gay that I follow on Twitter and I love him. And he does OnlyFans content and he had a threesome with mm-hmm. like, like he did it with a married couple and he literally was like live tweeting and being like, we had sex and now they are literally talking about like they're getting a divorce. So he asked his husband for a divorce right after yeah. while he's in the bathroom. And I'm like, that's so so good just go in as the third and get out but like could you imagine the drama that you go through as the third being with like a married be in the dr- middle of the drama you can of a leave you couple. can come and go you get to come in have a little fun and then walk out oh god that just sounds like it's mentally no exhausting. i would never it's just i wouldn't want to get i don't have the attention span i don't want to deal with one man right now nevertheless the fuck too <laughs> Uh, there's nothing like having a sex drive when you're pregnant with twins and sick as fuck all the time and your husband wants to have sex. And I'm like... You know what I think? The room's spinning, but of course. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't fucking... I want to throw up right now. Sure, I'd love to go down on you. 25 seconds ago, I threw up my mouth, but let's do it. <laughs> Why not? I'm ready for this right now. Okay, well, I think... You know what? I think next week we should dive a little more into spicing up the sex life and that, because I think that would be fun. Oh, God. Especially. I'm not a spicy type of bitch, so I don't know what I'm going to talk about. (laughs) Eric's going to hear this and be like, oh, we're spicing things up. Oh, yeah. I want to get spicy with that. My type of spice is like, you know, not laying on my back and rolling over on my side. That's my type of spice. (laughs) I just want to lay there like a dead starfish, and maybe if I do get up, like, that's the spice of it all. That's the spice. (laughs) I'm done. All right, right. well, I think that concludes our second episode of Monotone Thoughts. We will be back next Thursday. See you then. TTYL, bitches. bitches.